everyone uh, for coming. Hashem, the next two weeks um, I'll be out of town, so the next two Sundays. We'll be here for Shabbos, next Shabbos, but not for uh, Sunday, so Hashem, we will not have the, the Shia the next two Sundays, but we'll resume uh, Hashem afterwards. The first, first passage in this week's parsha, Be'el Shmois B'nei Yisrael So the Balaturim writes is a Rosh Tevis, is a Remez V'odom asher loimed haseder shnayim mikrovech targum. A person who learns the Sedra, Shnai Mikrovech Targum, Bekal Noim Yashir, Yichya Shonim Rabos Aruchim Liyalam. We'll get a Bizeche to Arichus Yamim Vishonim. And in fact, so I thought it's a, it's a nice time then, uh, since uh, there is a remez at the beginning of Parsha Shmos, the Shnai Mikrovech Targum, to discuss some of the uh, Inyanim of Shnai Mikrovech Targum. And in fact, the Balaturim is really just uh, quoting from a Gemara Masech des Brachis, where the Gemara says Masech des Brachis, and Avches, Amar Avuna, Bar Yehuda, Amar Rebbe, Amar Rebbe Ami, Liyodom Yashum Adam, Parsha Yosefim Atzibar. A person should always be mashlim the Parsha with the Tzibar, Shnayim Mikra, Viachatargum. Two times Mikra, one time Targum, Vafil Ataras Vadiva, and Ataras and Divan were in the names of towns and Parshas Matos that exist in Me'ever Liyardin. So even the words Ataras Vidivoin, you have to do Shnai Mikavech Targum. We'll have to investigate what exactly the Chiddush is there. Shekol HaMashlim Parashiyotivim Atzibah, whoever is Mashlim Shnai Mikavech Targum with the Tzibah, Marichim L'Yom HaVishnoisav, who will be Zeichet to an Arichus Yomim. Just as a practical note, the Archashulchan says that we never find Mefurish in the Rishonim, it's a discussion in the Achronim, but you never find it in the Gemara, the Rishonim, how you have to go about this. Is it Mikre Targum Mikre? Or two times Mikra, one times Targum. Is it every Pasuk, one Pasuk, two times Mikra, one times Targum. Every Parsha, every Seder, Sedra. It's totally unclear. And Aliyah's, Siddhar HaShulchan writes, L'chein L'aniyah's Daiti Enk Peda. However you want to do it, you can do it. V'yochalasas K'mashayir Tzadu L'kulam Yeshpon Abalbalcha. However you want to go about fulfilling Shana Mikra V'chatargum, one can fulfill the mitzvah in that fashion. He says if there would be a Peda about how to go about it, the Rishonim would have articulated it. So since they didn't, however one uh, goes about it, one is uh, in fulfillment of this uh, halacha of doing shnai mikavech targum. But what is the nature of this halacha? Why does one have to do this? The Gemara does not quote a source. The closest thing we have to a source in the, in the Chumash is this remez from the Balaturim. So, and the Gemara doesn't explain why you have to do this. So the Arach HaShulchan explains that there seems to be uh, two uh, opinions, perhaps in the Achreinim, perhaps even in the Rishonim, as to why you have to do shnai mikavech targum. The Prima Godim and that's Simon in Hilchah Shabbos, about Shnai Mikavech HaTargum, writes that the reason you have to do Shnai Mikavech HaTargum, over here, Oiz Dawid, HaTam Shechaibu Chazal Shnai Mikavech HaTargum, is because the Torah was given three times. Keneged Sinai, the Torah, of course, was given at our Sinai, it was repeated at Oil Moed, and it was repeated again at Arvos Moyav. V'zeh HaTargum, so the Mate Moshe, that's what the Prima Godim is quoting, says the reason we have to do Shnai Mikavech HaTargum is really because there's three times the Torah was given. It was given once at Ar Sinai, once again, repeated again at Oyo Moed, and then a third time at Avers Moed. So you have to do two times Mikra, one times Targum, yes. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, if you're in the course of Baal Torah, what is the Baal Torah? Maybe you can find a second in that. 
Balaturim is just, it's, uh, I mean, the Balaturim is one of the famous Mepharshim on, on Chumash, but it's, uh, I'm sorry, what period? I think it's from the end of the period of Rishonim. I don't think he's one of the Achronim. But it's, uh, he has Gematrios and Ramazim all the time. That's the Derek of the Balaturim. I don't think it's taken seriously as a source, the, the remnants of the Balaturim. Yeah, I mean, so, so the, the Gemara really, uh, the Gemara really uh, says it. But the question is, why? Where, where did the Gemara? Why do we have such halacha? So Prima Gadim says it's to commemorate uh, the Nesinas Hatayra. The Gemara says Masechta Saita, which is really the source for the Prima Gadim, that Klalos Upratos Nemru Besinai. The end of the first line of Oisei Klalos Upratos Nemru Besinai. Everything was given at our Sinai. V'nishnu ba'yomayd, a second time at Oyomayd, repeated. V'nishtal shu ba'avas mayav. And when it was given ba'avas mayav, the Pesach says, that it was given ba'er heitev. You should understand it well. What does ba'er heitev mean? It was given, Rashi says, b'shivim lashon, another was shyness, that it was understood well. So we have to do targum as the third time. So one perspective on Shai Mikrebech targum is that it's to commemorate the way the, the Torah was given. Two times Mikra. And the third time it was by Er Heitev. It was given uh, in other Lushinus as well. So the third time uh, we should do a Targum. The Agaismanius, though, quotes uh, the Ran, who quotes in the name of the Ravan, an entirely different perspective on why we have to do Shnai Mikavech a Targum, not to commemorate the Nasina Satar, which was given three times, repeated uh, twice, but for a different reason. The Ravan writes over here, Oizvav, Le'adam Yashamodam, Parshiyazavim, Matsibar, a person should always do Shnai Mikavech a Targum, nearly. This is a great header for if you're looking for it in the shir. Near Ali the Biyochid Hadar Bikrach. This is about a person who lives in a little town. Sheein lo yulikras b'tayra. There's no kriyas hatayra in shul. The tzarech lechavin hashosh atzibur kaimi beisakneses. So you have to figure out to uh, co- co- to uh, coincide with the time that kriyas hatayra would have been in another shul. And do shnai mikra v'yachatagam v'yikra gam hu biyochid beis mikra. Why do we read two times Mikra? There are two people who get the one person gets the Aliyah, then there's the Balkai, right? So in order to commemorate those two who are reading from the Torah itself, we have two times Mikra. The Echatagum, can I get a Matargim? In the times of Gemara, there was a Matargim as well who would uh, explain the Kriya. Yes, yes, in the times of Gemara, the early red. It's a good kasha. So he says, but the reason why, sometimes the early red, also. But he says, so the Ravano says that the reason why we have Shnai Mikavech Targum is to recreate, is a kind of like a private Kriya Satira. Not to commemorate Maimon Arsinai, which was, or Nasina Satira, which was given three times, but rather it's to, um, it's to kind of have a private Kriya Satira for those who live in an area where there's no Kriya Satira. The Ayla and the Balkare. Originally there was no Balkare. Yes, there's Aaron. Good counsel. It's a good counsel. Min Gomer. Look at the end of that guy's Maimonides. Well, so then that means all of us who hear Kriya Satara don't have to do Shnai Mikavech HaTargum. But nonetheless, that guy's Maimonides says, We still have a nice Minig that we'd read Shnai Mikavech HaTargum. The Dilma. Dilma. Lo Yechav and Dai to Bebeis HaKnesses. Maybe we heard it such that guy's not paying attention He's not yaitzah with the Kriyasa Torah and surely wasn't paying attention so he should do Shnai Mikah Vechatargum So Gosmaimini is quoted in the name of the Ravan that the reason why you should do Shnai Mikah Vechatargum is not is um, in order to have a kind of a private Kriyasa Torah for those who didn't hear Kriyasa Torah and Shul You'll get it, we'll get it so Prima Gadim, though, <coughs> has a different explanation. Prima Gadim says the reason why I have Shnai Mikavech HaTargum is to commemorate the Nesina Satar, which was given three times. So the Achreinim explained that this could be the basis for a Machlekes between Taisus and the Rosh. 
What is the Chiddush of Ataraz Vediva? And again, look back at Ois Beis. The Gemara said you have to do Shnayim Mikav Echatargum. Afilu Ataraz Vedivain. Even the names of the towns, Me'evel Yarden, you have to do Shnayim Mikav Echatargum. What's the Chiddush of Ataraz and Divine? So Taisus quotes in the name of Rashi over here, Oizayin, Afilu Ataraz Vedivain, She'ein Boi Targum. There's no Targum. She'tzarach L'Kroisa Shleisha Pomen Be'ivri. You have to read it three times. In the Chumash, you have to read the Pasuk three times. Even though there's no Targum, read the Pasuk. Vikasha. Says Tysus, the Kiddush of Ataris and Divan is, even though there's no Targum, you have to do it three times. First of all, Tysus says, there is a Targum Yushalmi. Vakasha, my knock at Ataris and Divan, even though there's no Targum Unklis, Yeshlami Komokum Targum Yushalmi. There is a secondary Targum. So if you wanted to make the point that a Pasuk that has no Targum, you have to do three times, Shush says, only Mamish has no Targum. Why do you pick a Pasuk that has Targum Yushalmi? Hilo Loyma Ruvim, it's Shimon, Epsuka, Achrina, Sheimbo, Targum, Klaus. Shush said a Pasuk, Mamish has no Targum. Targum Yushalmi translates that Taras with Divan differently? I don't know what he is. We don't have this Targum Yushalmi. It's the only Tysus had this. We don't have it. Well, it's my friend Tysus, he did use those words. He right, but we don't have the Targum Yushalmi. It sounds like it explained more. This is why the Gemara specifically chose the Tars Vedivan. Even though it doesn't have the Targum Unclus, the Targum Yushami, which we don't have. Nonetheless, even though it has a Targum, Yushami, you have to read the Pasuk three times if it doesn't have a classical Targum. So Taisa says really it's a double Chiddush. Number one, that it says it doesn't have classical Targum, you have to read the Pasuk three times. And number two, that um, you should do the Targum Yushalmi on top of that. Even though it's not classical Targum, do Targum Yushalmi. But Taisa and Rashi's opinion is if there's no Targum, you have to do the Pasuk three times. The Rush disagrees. And the Rush writes, Venir the Nakhara Taras Vedivon, because there is a Targum Yushalmi, and the whole Chiddush is that you don't have to do the Targum Yushalmi. You might have thought you should do the Targum Yushalmi, and the answer is no, you don't have to do Targum Yushalmi. Oh no, I'm sorry, just the opposite. The Kiddush is that you have to do the Targum Yushalmi. Why did it pick specifically these two, the towns in Targum. Even though, I'm sorry, you don't need the Targum that much, you should still do the Targum. The Russia, the Chiddush of Atars and Divan is, even though it only has a secondary Targum, you have to do that secondary Targum. So it seems like you have to have but Ruben and Shimon, you don't have to read three times, yes. It seems like you have to have a literal Targum of a different name. Atars would be called, you can't say where Atars was. Like a, I don't know what the Targum added. But it added something. By Nevo it says basic for Russia Moshe. Okay, so it added something. It adds something. So Context. It adds something to Yosef. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So the machlag is between, huh? Also the same, it's like a secondary Targum. Yeah. So we have a machlag is between Tysus and the Rush. What do you do if there's no Targum? Tysus quotes in the name of Rashi, you should read the Pasuk three times. And the Rush, I'm sorry, disagrees. And the Rush's opinion is, no, you don't have to read it three times. Reuben and Shimon that has no Targum, you don't have to read it three times. So what are they arguing about? Do you have to read the Pasuk three times if there's no Targum or not? See, Achrayim explained, it could be they're arguing about what is the nature, again, of, of the obligation to do Shnai Mikavecha Targum. If the obligation, or the Indian, of doing Shnai Mikavecha Targum is to commemorate Nesina Satyra, and the Torah was given three times, it was given at Maimon Arsinai, but then it was repeated at Ayomite, uh, and then again at Arvas Mayav, so there's a need to do three times. So if there's no Targum, fine, so read the Pasuk a third time. 
But if the union is to recreate uh, or kind of to have a private uh, Kriya Satoira, where there were two uh, Kairim and one Metargim, so if there was nothing for the Metargim to add by Reuben and Shimon, what did the Metargim say? He said, probably said Reuben and Shimon. So he didn't add anything. So then there's no union of doing the Pasuk three times because the Metargim would have uh, probably been silent. Everyone could understand Reuben and Shimon on their own. So that's why the Rush's opinion is if there's a Reuben and Shimon, there's no Targum, there's no union to read it three times, enough with two. This Homachlaik only makes sense if you literally being talking word for word. You're reading the whole Pusik and you're reading the Targum Uncle, you're going to skip the word Reuben and Shimon? What the Metagim would say? He said Reuben Shimon. He said Reuben Shimon. What, what's the hey, point? No, I'm saying that you're reading. I'm saying 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 you're reading. I'm or is it uh, to uh, kind of have a private Kriya Satira, which is connected to the two, uh, two Kairim, the Ayla and the Balkaire, and the Metargim? I believe that, in fact, the way we paskin is that it's a uh, hybrid approach. It's a combination of these uh, two extremes. It's neither all just a private Kriya Satira, and it is not only to commemorate the uh, Kabbalah Satira. It is, in fact, a combination of these two in Yonim. And we see that from another halacha that the Gemara says over here. When do you have to do Shnaimikov Echatagum? You have to do it. The Gemara says, When the Tzibor is laning that Parsha, it has to be together with the Tzibor. Titus writes, What is together with the Tzibor? So look over here down, Oistes. Titus writes, Nearer the Kolash Shavua, Mikavin the Masil and Likros HaParsha, the Hainam Mincha Shabbos Vieyochat Shabbos Habo, Nikrit Simhat Tzibor. You have from Shabbos Mincha of the previous week till the Shabbos Mincha of this week. To do Shnai Mikra Viachatagum, that's called Imhat Sibur. Tysus adds it's a mitzvah min amuvchar to do it before the Suda Shabbos. Because otherwise you'll forget. If once the Suda Shabbos comes, you'll get carried away. So it's important, it's a mitzvah min amuvchar to do it before the Suda, but says Tysus Meikra Adin, you have from the uh, mincha of one Shabbos to the mincha of the following Shabbos. That's when the Tzibur is laning that week's parsha. There's a second opinion. That's quoted by the Gais Ma'amni. So all these opinions are quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. Over here, Ais Yud, he quotes that in the first line of It's kind of like Havdolah. Some opinions that you could do Havdolah. You could do Havdolah till Tuesday. So over here, also you could do till Tuesday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday relate to the previous week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday relate to the following week's uh, Shamas. Then the Gais Ma'amni quotes a third opinion that you even have until Simchas Torah to complete Shnai Mikavach HaTargum. And that's based on the Gemara over here, back at Oiz Beis. Look at the second line, Oiz Beis, after the underline. The Gemara tells a story. Rabbi Barabaye, Sovel Ashlumi Parshiyasa, the Kula Shasa, Bimali Yubi, the Kippuri. Rabbi Barabaye didn't want to have to do this every single week, Shnai Mikavach HaTargum. It was an oil. So he wanted to do knock out the whole thing one day the whole year. So he picked Erev Yom Kippurim. That was his day. He was going to do Shnai Mikra Vechatagim the whole day. So the Gemara says, What are you doing? Erev Yom Kippurim is a mitzvah to eat. He needs him to say, Hagobeser Messan, and Tatisha Messan, and Kala Echav Shoyz Vichi, as if you fasted the night in the tent. So the mitzvah to eat, they have a pseudo mafsekas, everything. Erev Yom Kippurim is not the day to sit down and do Shnai Mikra Vechatagim and spend the whole day in the base madrid. You're supposed to be eating that day. So he said, fine, he'll pick a different day. He said, I'll do it the first Sunday, whatever first day of the year. Sovelach Duminu. He wanted to do it at the beginning of the year. Instead of the end of the year, he said, I'll do it at the beginning of the year. Uh, he said, you can't do that either. We learned it in Mishnah. You can't do it too early. You can't do it too late. 
So before the Tzibur starts reading that week's parasha, it sounds like you can't do it. The beginning of the year is not an option because the Tzibur is not reading that week's parasha. What about at the end of the year? So the Gemara only had a tain on him. The end of the year, the Gemara didn't say it's too late. Maybe the following year is too late. You know, if I want to do now Tavshin, uh, Tavshin Ayin Hey, I want to start doing for Tavshin Samach Dalit, that's too late. But it doesn't sound like to do it at Simchas uh, Torah or Erev Yom Kippurim was too late. didn't sound like it was too late. The Gemara only said, what do you pick Erev Yom Kippurim punk? That's the day you're supposed to be uh, sitting and eating. So Goismani is down, Ois Yud says, it sounds like the Maisa Bibi Rabibi Barbaye, that it's not too late at Erev Yom Kippurim, it's not too late at Simchas Torah. Here the second line of Ois Yud, Kasev Rabbeinu Simcha, you have till Shmini Atzeres, Shaboy Goimim Hatzibah. That's when the Tzibah really finishes reading that parsha, Because that's when we finish the, the, the Torah. So you can never do it before the Tzibah is reading that week's parsha, but you have until the end point, you have until, according to one opinion, Shmini Atzeres. So that's three opinions in the Shulchan Aruch. L'chadchilo, you should do it from Shabbos Mincha to Shabbos Mincha. L'chadchilo, before the, should finish before the Suda Shabbos. One opinion is you have till Tuesday. A third opinion is you have until Simchas Torah to complete Shnai Mikra V'yachat But it has to be done Im Hatzibor. That's why the Betzel HaChachma, Rav Betzel Stern, the Rav from Vienna, writes in his Chuvis that you cannot do, it's people, it happens sometimes, you're flying to Eretz Yisrael and they're one parasha ahead. So you're arriving on Thursday, if you're one of these people who does Shnai Mikvech every day of the week, you're going to get thrown off. Say so they want to plan for the future, so they want to start doing it now in Chutzlaretz for Eretz Yisrael. So he says you cannot do it in Chutzlaretz for Eretz Yisrael. Where you are, no one's laning, let's say in Eretz Yisrael, they'd be one parasha ahead. I don't think they are, but they're going to say they'd be up to parasha's boy. So I say, I want to do now Shmois and boy. So you can do Shmois while you're here, but you can't do parasha's boy yet, because here no one's laning parasha's boy. So you have to wait until you get to Eretz Yisrael. It has to be done im Hatzibor. The Mishnah Bura quotes one opinion, interesting. <coughs> Mr. Bura quotes... Um, one opinion. He's supposed to do Shabbos Mincha to Shabbos Mincha. He'll finish before the Suda. Then he writes, The whole thing Friday. <coughs> I believe that that's why the Mishnah Bura in Simeresh Pehei also says that when should you do, which is a big uh, steer in the Mishnah Bura, when should you do for Parshas Vizayis Habracha? Vizayis Habracha, of course, we lay in on Simchas Torah. But when should you do Shnai Mikavech HaTargum for Vizayis HaBracha? So people look it up in the Mishnah Bura, say it's an easy shot, look it up. It's a, it's a steer in the Mishnah Bura. In Hilchah Shabbos, the Mishnah Bura says, you should do it B'yayim HaShan Rabba. Why Dafka HaShan Rabba? Because I think he's following his own opinion that he just said. It's a Muslim, in a Mufkar to do it Erev Shabbos. What's Erev Shabbos for Vizayis HaBracha? HaShan Rabba, the last day, Chalamoy Tzukas. That's when you should do it. So he says you should do it, Hashanah Rabbah. If you didn't do it, Hashanah Rabbah, you could do it afterwards. But then, in Hilchus uh, Shmini Atzeres, the Mishnah Bura writes, that you should do it, Leil Simchas Torah. If you flip the page, Kosva Paisim Shabbat, Leil Simchas Torah, Yikra Parsha, Shnai Mikavach Atagam. Why does it have to Dabka be Leil Simchas that, that means the night of the Akafis. You have to sit down and do Shnai Mikavach Atagam for Parsha Zaysa Bracha. You cannot do it before, he implies. Sha'ata Huzmana. Now is its time. So in the Chuvas of the Arugas HaBaisim, he explains, <coughs> why do you have to do it, Dabka, Leil Simchas Because he says he cannot do it earlier. Why not? You have other parshias that are mafsik in between the Kriya of Parshat Zayis HaBracha. Normally, let's say, uh, Parshat Tzav is usually the Shabbos before Pesach. Shmini is the Shabbos after Pesach, usually. 
So let's say, when can you do Shaymikov Echatagah for Parsha Shmini? Starting at Shabbos Mincha of Parsha Tzav, and you have throughout all of Pesach to do Shaymikov Echatagah for Shmini. Why? Because the Kriyas of a Yomtif do not, are not Mavsik, the Kriya of a Shabbos. Shabbos and Yomtif are two different orbits. So the Kriya of a Yomtif is not Mavsik, the Kriya of a Shabbos. It doesn't disturb it. So you could start Shabbos Mincha Parsha Tzav for Shmini, and you have till Shabbos Mincha Parsha Shmini. But what about Parshas V'zayis HaBrochah? So it says that Rukas HaVoysim, V'zayis HaBrochah is laying on a Yomtif. So he says, if V'zayis HaBrochah is laying on a Yomtif, so then the other Yomtif Kriyas of Hashanah Rabbah, of, Sh- of, Sh- of Shmini Atzeres here in Chutzlaretz, will disturb you or prevent you from laying, from doing Shnai Mikovech HaTargum of V'zayis HaBrochah because of V'zayis HaBrochah is also laying on a Yomtif. So it's, that's not on the Shabbos orbit of the Parshias, that's on the Yomtif orbit. So since there are other Kriyas of Yomtif in between, you cannot do Shnai Mikovech HaTargum till Leil Simchas Torah, that there's Mamish, no other Kriyas in between. But you also say that since the Shabbos before you laying V'zayis HaBrochah, Shabbos Shuba. I'm saying you're laying Yeah. So that's your start. But uh, so that's the other opinion. The opinion, the other opinion, in the Mishnah Bura that holds you kedusha and make of echatargum and Hashanah Rabbah understands the parsha of the Zayis Habrach is not to be viewed as a kriya of a yomtiv. It's on the Shabbos cycle of parshias. So therefore, just like the Kriya of Pesach doesn't disturb you, prevent you from doing Shemikov Echatagam or Parsha Shemini, Yomtif and Shabbos are in two different orbits. So so too, Parsha V'zayis HaBrach is not a Kriya of a Yomtif, it's a Kriya of a Shabbos. So it could be the two opinions of the Mishnah Bura really arguing about how to view Parsha uh, V'zayis HaBrach. Is that a Parsha HaShavua? Uh, in which case you could do Shemikov Echatagam probably starting Shabbos Mincha of Shabbos Shuvah till Shemini Atzeres, till Simchas Torah. Or perhaps it's like a Kriya of a Yom, and therefore the Parsha, Kriyas of Yom Tif, of uh, Yom Kippurim, of, uh, of Sukkis, do not disturb you, prevent you from doing Shnai Mikveh from Shabbos uh, Mincha, of Shabbos Shuvah until Simchas Torah. Or no, perhaps Parsha of the Zayis HaBrocha is to be viewed not as a Kriya of Shabbos, we have from the previous Shabbos Mincha, perhaps it's a Kriya of Yom Tif, in which case you only have the, the previous night, otherwise the other Kriyas will be Mavsik. Wouldn't this all be uh, built on the original Mechobus and the Rishonim? What the reason is behind Shnai Mikovach? Meaning, if you hold it because of the Nesimus Atara, the whole Kriya on uh, Yom Tov is not the whole Parsha. It could be the Meshachachma says this is a machlek, it's between uh, the, the, the Gemara and the Taisus quote in the name of Haigon. What's the Haftarah for Parsha of the Zayis Habracha? The Gemara says Haftarah for Parsha of the Zayis Habracha is Sefer Malachim, that describes the Chanukah's Beis Hamikdash, that describes the relationship between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the Rebunish Shalalam, which is Me'ain the Yomtif. Normally on Yom Taivim, the Haftarah doesn't relate to the Kriya, the Haftarah relates to the Yomtif. So here, this Haftarah, a Parsha of the Zayis should relate to the Yomtif. So Meshachachma claims the Gemara understood it was the Kriya of Yom Tif. Tais is quoted in the name of Haigon, they know the Haftarah for Parsh of the Zayis HaBracha and uh, Simchas Torah is from the first parak of Sefer Yeshua. That's what Tais is quoted in Haigon, because that's Me'ain the Parsha. So Meshachachma claims they're arguing, what is Parsh of the Zayis HaBracha? Is it like a Kriya of Shabbos that the Haftarah should be Me'ain the Parsha? Or is it a Kriya of Yom Tif that and therefore the Haftarah should be uh, Me'ain the Yom Tif? Either way... <coughs> The Shnai Mikavech Targum has to be performed Davka Im Hatzibor. While the Tzibor is laying that parsha. If you look at Oisir Dawud, Rabbi Yosef Engel quotes a very interesting Shitas Rashi. Rashi writes in the Sefer Our Pardes 
And I believe that this highlights an important point. After the Tzibar Davin Shachris, everyone would sit down. They had to do it. The Mishnah said, Say for our parties from Rashi says that it's a Mitzvah Minamukha to do it right after Shachris. Everyone would sit down and have a Seder and and then they would lay in Kriyas HaTorah. That's when you had to do it. Why does it have to be done then? That's called Im Hatzibor. All this seems to imply that I can only do Shnei Mikveh Targum while the Tzibor is laying that week's parasha because the Shnei Mikveh Targum is a halacha of uh, Kriyas HaTorah. It's a halacha that relates to Kriyas HaTorah primarily. And the Rambam implies like this as well. The Rambam writes over here, Ois Tezvav, striking language, Afal P. Even though you hear Kriyas HaTayra B'Tzibor, Chayiv Likrois La'atzmei B'chol Shavua V'Shavua Seder Sh'Oyz HaShabbos. Even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra in Shul, you still have to do Shnayim Mikavech HaTargum. So David Salvechik is quoted as a newer sefer called Ma'orei HaMayadim. So they quote there in the name of David Salvechik that he asked in the Rambam, why does he say, even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra, you still have to do Shnayim Mikavech HaTargum. We don't find the Rambam saying, even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra, you still have to take uh, Lulav. Even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra, you still have to eat Matzah. Why does he say over here, even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra, you still have to do Shnai Mikav HaTargum, because it must be it's a halacha of, of Kriyas HaTayra. But if it's a halacha of Kriyas HaTayra, why do we need a second Kriyas HaTayra? All of us hear Kriyas HaTayra in Shul. Let's uh, say we all pay attention to Kriyas HaTayra. Ravan said if it's a halacha of Kriyas HaTayra, so then uh, if you heard Kriyas HaTayra in Shul, you're really a potter. We don't pass in like the Ravan though. We seem to pass in as a halacha of Kriyas HaTayra, but at the same time, um, we all, the Rambam says, even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra in Shul, you still have to do Shnai Mikavech HaTargum. Not because he's talking about people who are not paying attention. It's because you're obligated to do a second Kriyas HaTayra. Why then, according to the Rambam, it's Halach of Kriyas HaTayra, but at the same time, I'm not potter just because I heard it in Sibor. Why do I need a second Kriyas HaTayra, a private Kriyas HaTayra, if I already heard Kriyas HaTayra in Shul? The Rambam clearly implies the halach of Kriyas HaTayra like the Ravan, but at the same time he says, even though you heard Kriyas HaTayra in Shul, you need a second Kriyas HaTayra. Why do I need a second Kriyas HaTayra? Kriyas HaTayra is not a chiv on an individual, it's a chiv on a tzibur. Yeah, it could be. And this is a private, a chayvis hayochid. Why? Okay. But then if it's a chayvis hayochid, why? Do, yeah, either, either it's one or the other usually. It's usually not both. Usually not both. I believe that the answer is the following. The, the, re- the reason why we have two Kriyas HaTayras is to correspond to two things that happened at the time of Nesina HaTayras. It's also to commemorate Nesina HaTayras. Yes, it is our Allah of Kriyas HaTayras, but we are commemorating something that happened to Bishas Nesina HaTayras. The Mesechla Seifram says, this relates to Asar Bateves, that at the time that the Torah was translated into Greek, which is one of the reasons we fast on Asar Bateves, that day was as difficult for Klai Yisrael as the day that the Egel, the Chet HaEgel happened. The Torah was not able to be understood properly once it was translated into Greek. So Sam Seifer explains in his parish on Chumash, on Parashas B'Shalach, that what the Masech the Seifer means is the following. Why could the Torah not be interpreted entirely just because it was translated into Greek? So let's assume it was an accurate translation. Why could it not be able to interpret it properly? So Sam Seifer explains because the Torah functions on two planes. The Torah Shebech is understood literally, and that's the Chetz of Torah Shebech 
But then the Chsam Seifer explains that Tarsha Bechsav also serves on a different plane as a springboard, the basis for the drushes of the Tarsha Baal all of the drushes of the Tarsha Baal with the exception of Lachal Meish Misinai, are learned out of the language of the Tarsha Bechsav. So says the Chsam Seifer, once, that's only when the Tarsha Bechsav is in Lashon HaKadosh, is in the language it was given. But if it's translated to another language, into Yavanis, now it only functions on one plane. It functions as a chefz of Tarshavir Sav, if it's an accurate translation, but it does not function as the springboard for the drushes of the Tarshavir Pet, because you can't see anything in the language anymore. It's all lost once you translated it. So says the Chsam Sarfa, that's what it means. The Torah is not able to be understood properly. It means it only functions as a chefz of Tarshavir Sav, no longer functions as a chefz of Tarshavir Pet, the springboard to the Tarshavir Pet. That's why the Chsam Soifer says it's compared to the day that the Ego happened. Why is it compared to the day of the Chet Ego? The Beis HaLevi, at the end of his Shuvis, has 18 Droshes. The only Drosha everyone quotes is the last Drosha, is the 18th Drosha. In the 18th Drosha, the Beis HaLevi puts together a tapestry of Midrashim to demonstrate that at the time that the Luchos were given, for the first time, it would contain not only the Tarsha Bichsav, but it contained the Tarsha Baal And then when Moshe Rabbeinu came down and he saw them performing the Chet Egel, so the Tarsha Baal began to fly away from the Luchos. That's why the Beis HaLevi says Moshe Rabbeinu dropped the Luchos, because the, the Luchos were hollow through and through. If letters begin to fly away, so then it becomes full of stone. It became so heavy much heavier than it was before, Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't hold it anymore, and therefore he dropped it. Why was the Tarsha Baal Peh flying away at the time of the Chet Egel? So Beis HaLevi demonstrates from the Midrashim, because prior to the Chet Egel, Kal Yisrael was never supposed to go into Golas. But then, when the Chet Egel happened, there was a decree on Kal Yisrael to go into Golas, and when the Rebbein Shalom knew that when Kal Yisrael go into Golas, they would need a part of Torah that was not written, that was an oral tradition only for them. If it would be written, everyone would have access to it. It had to be something that was unique to Klal Yisrael. So they ever said the Beis HaLevi, the Rebbe Shalom had to remove part of the Torah and make it Baal and make it oral. That would be reserved specifically, uh, specifically for Klal Yisrael. So at the time of the Chet HaEgel, what happened? Initially the Torah Shemesav and the Torah Shemesav were united as one on the Luchais. But then when the Chet HaEgel happened, they became uh, split a little bit. The Torah Shemesav and the Torah Shemesav became uh, disjointed. The, the Tarsh Baal Peh became Baal Peh. So at the time of the Chet Egel was the first time there was a split, a divide between the Tarsh Baal and the Tarsh Baal Peh. And when the Torah is translated into a different language, they become even further split apart. Because at least the Tarsh Baal serves, if it's Belasha and HaKadosh, it serves as a springboard for the drushes of the Tarsh Baal Peh. At least they have some shaykhs together. But the day uh, that it's translated to another language, says that Sam Seifert only functions on that one plane. Functions as a chef of Tarsha Bechsav, but it no longer functions as the springboard for the Tarsha Baal Because you can't see the drushes in the language anymore because it's translated to a different language. So that's why it's compared to the day of the Chet Ego. So I believe we could suggest that the reason why you need a second Kriyas HaTayra, specifically a Kriyas HaTayra, Shnaimikov Echatargum, is to commemorate the fact that at the time of Kabbalah HaTayra, we got two Tayras. We got the Tarash Shabbat which is a Tayra functions on one plane, as a Chetz of Tarash Shabbat That's the Kriyas HaTayra we do in Shul. We read it, even nowadays, without a Targum, without a Maturgamon, because it's to commemorate Tarash Shabbat as a Chetz of Tarash Shabbat But the Shnaimikov Echatargum we do is a second Kriyas HaTayra. 
why do we need a private Kriyas HaTayra? That commemorates the Kriyas HaTayra, the Tarsh HaBichsav, that we received as a function, as a Cheftza, as a platform, a springboard, to the drushes of the Tarsh HaBaal That's why you need a second Kriyas HaTayra. To commemorate that aspect, the Tarsh HaBaal is also the springboard for the drushes of the Tarsh HaBaal I believe that that's what Shnai Mikov Echotagam represents, and that's why Tarsha says over here, Oisid Zion, you cannot use a simple translation. This is quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. Some held you could use a simple translation. Says Taisus Lainahira. He disagrees. The mile of Targum is that he adds drushes of the Tershabal Peh. That's why the Be'alacha quotes him the Smag. The Be'asiyah quotes him the Smag. That Rashi is better than Targum. Targum adds little drushes here and there. Interprets things based on Tershabal Peh. But it's basically a translation. But Rashi is better. Why is Rashi? Rashi has lots of drushes from the Torah about Peh. And the whole point of Shai Mikov Echad Targum is not Pshuto Shai Mikov. That's the Kriyas HaTayra and Shul. Torah Shabbat is a Chetz of Torah Shabbat. Shai Mikov Echad Targum is a Kriyas HaTayra, yes. So why do we have to do it if we hear Kriyas HaTayra and Shul? It's the Kriyas HaTayra of Torah Shabbat is a springboard for Torah Shabbat Peh. So the more drushes of the Chazal that you could include in your Kriyas HaTayra is, is even better. Rashi skips whole sections. Skips whole sections. So that's why. <coughs> One, the Bialacha quotes another Rishin, who says that, uh, quotes from Rebbe Nitroi going, that perhaps Targum Unkos is better because it was given Besinai. And the, uh, Bialacha says he never, we don't find like that in the Rishinim. Even the Rishinim who said Targum Unkos is better is because, is because, is Chashuv Tfemi Rashi is not because it was given, I'm sorry. He says, no Rishinim held that you should specifically use Targum Unkos. Because it was given Besina and Rashi is not given Besina. The Rashi is really better because it's Rashi of the Tarshabal Peh, but Unkos is better because it's on uh, it's on every Pasuk. So therefore, the Shulchan Aruch recommends you should do Perish Rashi. Perish Rashi is better than the Targum. Why is Rashi better than the Targum? It includes more Rashis. The Reish Hamayim should do Targum with Rashi because at least Targum is on is on every Pasuk. Yeah. Was, was, uh, was there ever a time when Targum was read on Shabbos? Yes. Yeah. And says Tarsus Rashi Megisach this Megillah. We don't do it anymore because people don't understand it. Targum Unkos is much harder than Perish Rashi. I'm giving you a, Rashi is a. It was lamed on, on They said it. They lamed, and then there was a Maturgaman who got up and explained. So, first, last thing that Paiskim discussed what about using a regular translation of our times, like an art scroll translation from the Stone Chumash? Can you use that as your Targum? Many people have trouble with Unkos, and it's harder than Rashi. And even Rashi is a, is a big test to do Rashi every Shabbos. What about the, the Stone Chumash translation? So they quoted the name of, I heard from Rav David Cohen, I also heard this myself from Rav Zelig Epstein, that they said, as they, uh, that um, you can use the uh, art school translation. Why? Varaya is that the academics hate the art school translation. Why do they, they mamish hate it? Why do they hate it? Because it's not a literal translation. They stoop in Chazal, whatever they can, Hashem, they stoop in Chazal into the translation based on uh, our tradition. They don't interpret it uh, as a strictly literal translation. So the more that the academics hate it, the more uh, it's good for Shnai Mikov Targum, because that shows that it in true includes the drushes of the, uh, the Tarash of Alpet. Our last thought is the Gemara says that a person who does Shnai Mikov Targum gets a and many times people feel is infringing on their learning. They could be doing so much more learning, productive learning, accomplishing so much more with their time. If they could spend the time learning, could do so much more with their time. And here they are doing It doesn't seem like the best use of your time. And I believe that that's why the Gemara says that a person who does don't worry, you'll have plenty of time for other learning. If a person does 
plenty of time to make the most. Okay. Have anything to do with the? Um,